This is a special episode. There's three what? of us. Yeah, there's three Maybe. of us. There's just the three, just the three of us. They should make write a song about that. We ready? I'm ready. All, All right. right, we're back. <laughs> we did that together. Oh, I know. It's like okay. we've done this a lot Guess together. I heard it in stereo. All right, this is the first day of September 2022. We're breaking down walls. You're not hearing this That's on right. that day. All right, but hey, <laughs> guess where I'm gonna be? What? Five days from now. And I think this episode's going to air after that. Okay. I'm fixing to go to Houston, Texas. H-Town. Okay. Going to an Astros game. I'm going, no. No. Rodeo. I'm going to the hospital. Oh. And I'm going to the hospital because I have COPD, which is a breathing preliminary uh, medical issue with my lungs because of, hey, they lied to me. Smoke is harmful. Okay. Cigarettes are bad for your health, as I found out after I smoked for like 30 years. Okay, so hey, don't let the uh, powers to be that make them cigarettes, okay, tell you the lie. It's harmful for you, okay? That's why I'm fixing to head to Houston, Texas, and have some sulfur valves put in my lungs to help me breathe better. Explain that. What it is, it's a plastic valve. And they are tailor-made for my lungs, my airways, okay? And all they're going to do is they're going to put me to sleep and I guess put a big uh, air air down my throat, uh, uh, some kind of medical tube, Yeah. okay? And then the doctor's going to actually go in and put valves, plastic valves, okay, that will allow the air to come out of my the lobes of my lungs, let it come out. It cannot go back in. That's crazy. That's yeah. That's to help me. So I don't know what they call it, but uh, it it pumps in a way. What a time to be a fibrillator, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. I think that's some shocking thing. Well, no, it's a. But anyway, this it's like a uh, yeah. <laughs> shocking thing. It's like a blacksmith uses to heat the fire up. You know, oh, the, oh! One of them. It looked like yeah. an accordion. Yeah, yeah. It blows air. What is that called? Well, I'm gonna look up what that's apples. Called. I don't know, but anyway, that's the way in your lungs. You've got a thing that does that. Yeah, and it goes up and down. Your diaphragm. So when, yeah, when you actually breathe in, mm. I don't have no problem breathing in. The airs get trapped in my lungs. The bad air. So it don't come out. It don't come out. They're gonna put valves in, okay, that will let it out, and you know. So, yeah, I'll actually breathe a lot better. So, you're going to be able to take a bigger breath. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can actually expel the bad air in the yeah. bottom, bottom of my lungs. So, I got, tickled, is, I got tickled at the x ray when he's x raying my lungs for this procedure. He said, Man, good grief. He said, Hold it. Let me scoot you down a little bit. He said, Your lungs are so long. Because <laughs> he's been talking a lot, my yeah. man. Because, you know, and I, then I got to look at him. He said, He said, Look at that. He's Pointed up to the screen where where it's on. He said, "Your lungs are filling up the whole stupid screen." He said, "Most people, you know, just fill up a part of it." He said, "You're just trying to go out of screen." Good grief! So you oh. all this time, you've had really long lungs. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's what. Hey, that's what. That makes a lot of sense. It's full hey, of old that, air. Hey, full of uh, hot air. It oh, yeah. can't get it out. It won't come out. Well, no, no, hey, hey. <laughs> the last thing you got a problem yeah. with is getting air out your lungs. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's you've got one of them. The bellow. Yeah, it's a bellow. We figured out the name of it. So, what is the recovery time? I gotta be in the hospital and. Like I should have asked the doctor. I don't even know how long. It's Are you that guy? You don't even ask questions. Well, no, no, because hey, I've been so healthy all my life. Okay, because when the doctor did open heart surgery on me, you know, he goes through the big spiel to tell me what he's going to do on it, and he said, "You got any questions?" I said, "Doc, I have no idea what to ask you." I said, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been I've been healthy all my life. I'm, what am I going to ask you? I'm you know? that way when doctors say, I'm like, You can't say them big words anyway. No, no. Well, anyway. Like you know, when Paula was studying for her respiratory stuff. Yeah. She was wanting me to read these questions off to her. Yeah, you couldn't even I pronounce said, Well, would you just tell me the answer? I'll tell you where it's right. Yeah, I'll tell you if you answered right or wrong. I don't I speak that. When the doctor asked, you got any questions? I said, yeah, I got one question. I said, I got one question. He said, what's that? I said, do I really have to go through this? And he said, you mean the surgery? I said, yeah. And he <laughs> said, well, of course you do. You're going to die. And I said, well, all right, let's get it on then. Get after it. All right, get after it. Yeah. And look, I told the story to Philip, okay, about the, the big problem on most surgeries, especially bypass surgery for heart. Okay, you literally... They put you on a blood machine to keep the blood flowing through your heart. Yeah. Okay, so you're actually dead while they're working on it. Well, they didn't do that with me. Because most of the time when they the doctor says, okay, scaffold, he cuts the 12-inch thing from here to here. Then he says, rib spreader, cranks your ribs open where you oh, can see he the doing? heart. Oh, is he doing? it to him? No, no, but I'm just saying, this is the way it goes down. So look, when he when he said rib spreader and the nurse handed it to him and he put it in there and spread it in my rib, it's like you know it's like opening the window or a door, voila! And there's my heart. Most of the time, now this is coming from the doctors. What the doctors told me, most of the time they have to spend like two hours cutting the fat and all the garbage away from it where they can actually see what they've got to repair. He said his whole team, when he done the little deal about spreading the ribs, they all went, because ah. there was my heart just boom, 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 boom. It was in hey. a, It was where it was supposed to be. Yeah, I guess. well, then it was clean, okay? He then clean then here's what the guy that come in the restaurant told me when F Philip, you know, he come in about buy some hamburgers over at uh, John Gimmer's deal. He said, then Doc did the most amazing thing. He just gently put his hand on Uncle Si's heart, lifted it up, and said, oh, you know, Sweet needle baby. and thread, a scaffold. Cut it, okay, took the vein he had, put it in there, and in between heartbeats, ba-boom, stitch, ba-boom, stitch, ba-boom, stitch. That's amazing. Okay, I didn't, go on the oh. blood, I didn't go on the blood machine. Well, that's good. He actually operated, and I, I was sitting there thinking, wait a minute, when they was telling me this story, my brother told me the story. Because the doctor had told him. I said, wait a minute, you got you gotta think about this. God made a man so ambidextrous and so talented. <laughs> okay, that he can stitch between heartbeats. Yep. 
That's a pretty good skill. You know, yeah. You wasn't the first one he done it on. Yeah, yeah, and I'm saying, yeah, I said, no. Yes, yeah. So you ain't nervous at all about, because you've been through that. Well, no, no. Hey. Oh, I was nervous. So you ain't worried about next week. So if you're listening, he's already had it. He's in recovery. Tell him how you're doing, Si. Uh, Oh, I'm good. (laughs) He's good. So we'll have him back soon. I'm breathing way easier. There it is. He's just letting you know. We're trusting in the Lord. But throw some prayers up for Si uh, while he's in recovery. Keep me in your your prayers. Uh, And we can't wait. We're going to do a couple more before he has to go do surgery. But uh, we're rooting for you, big dog. As always, we love you. Tune in. Actually, I got questions for Sai. Tune in next. I got one for you, too. You got to Google something for me. Because Nova left me hanging last night. Hold on. Nova? Yeah. I watched Nova last night. And it, it was about the first alphabet. You know why they're in that order? Nope. Because of that song. What song? A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> hey, I don't know what's happening. Children, okay, out of the mouth of babes, boys. That's, that's why they're hey, out of the mouth of babes. Right. I don't even know. Hey, you need to. Google. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask you questions, yep. but you you said you have okay. something more. I pressing. watched Nova last night. What is okay. Nova? Well, it's on PBS. Is all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, right, he's Nova. watching PBS. It's Nova, I'm watching PBS, and look, they come up. They show this old ruins in Egypt. There's 49 seasons well, of this show. Oh, no. Hey, good I'm telling you, they got some good stuff. But anyway, the first alphabet, they left me hanging because I'm not sure who, who actually come up with it. So you it were was, watching it season was 47. the Egyptians and then the uh, uh, Mesopotamia, which is uh, back then, is currently Iraq. Hey, just okay. move this podcast over into uh, history and learning. But no, no, because they had they had foreigners. We're about to teach you. Because you know, the hieroglyphics, okay, Egypt is into pictures, okay? They're and artists. That, they like yeah, to draw. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but the alphabet actually was pictures, uh, yeah. and I, what they call them? I can't think of the name of it. Hieroglyphics? You know what? Well, no, I, you know hieroglyphics what? was the Egypt part. So what? The other one. Was monograms, I think. Monograms. Yeah, I fa- pictures. I found the episode. Pictures and about. writing combined. Did you hear about them two artists that had a contest? Nope. It was a draw. Oh, it was a draw. Hey, there you go. <laughs> okay. He's got one. But anyway, you need to Google who okay. was the original, who did the first alphabet. Who did? Okay, because I, I found the episode, but it's. 50 minutes, so we don't well, no, no, pick, who picked up the stick. Who made the alphabet? Yeah, who, who picked who up, up the stick it? and made yeah. the first drawing? Caveman. Okay, well, that's uh, who done the alphabet. I don't no. know. No, that was, no, he just did the pictures. He didn't do the alphabet. Are, are you, because look, the Japanese and the Chinese, and then the, uh, what did they say, Rebus, I think. The I think Rebus? It, yeah. Rebus is a part of writing. Never heard of it. Well, hey, that's what they said on the Rebus? Story. Yeah. R-E-U-B-I-U-S, something like that. Rebuvius? No, hey, Rebus is how they pronounce Rebus it. Rebus and Butthead? Hey, well, hey. <laughs> I was well, thinking I'm it. Serious. I'm just telling you, yo, hey, this is over my head. Yo, when you go back and talk about Okay, the, but what alphabet first, are you speaking? Like the English the, alphabet? The first alphabet. The Hebrew alphabet? Well, no, no. Uh, hey, Hebrew, no. Hebrew come in later. 
So you I'm want like the first alphabet? The who made? They said, hey, here's this. This is where Hebrews come in. The Phoenicians. The who? The Phoenicians. Is that what it says? Where are they from? Yeah. See, they're foreigners. Asiatic or something like that. Asiatic. Well, well everybody's that? a foreigner prior to like well, I'm just 1492 you, when Columbus show, sailed the ocean blue. Hey, I'm just telling you the way the people on the show had it done. Besides the Native Americans. They were showing. Look, they're the only ones that aren't foreigners. No, hey, well, why you know, are you so interested? Well, I was in, wondering who really actually done it. Who was the original original? Alphabet writer. So what that's going to do? Hey, you. look, we got the Egyptians first. The the Phoenicians. They was the picture drawers. Leaving uh, and yeah, they, or they, near used, Egypt. they used the pictures. Okay, and then they brought in somebody the Asiatics, I think. Geriatric. I don't. I <laughs> I thought it was Asiatic. I bet it was geriatric. Yeah. But anyway, hey, they brought in then they brought in started mixing writing and pictures. Yep. Oh, they wrote a book. Well, I know, but hey, all I know is that if, if when they went to the original first one, they had to go into ruins, go in in a cave, and then, hey, here's all this uh, stuff on the wall. Thousands and thousands of different little you know, uh, alphabets. So it used to be, you know, hey, at, at first it was gigantic, not just A through Z. Because, hey, they had buildings that had it all over the buildings. Buildings. You know, you know what breed of dog can leap over a building? Nope. All of them. <laughs> buildings can't jump. <laughs> Here we go. I'm so confused. Okay, so if you're saying the Phoenicians. I'm saying that I don't know what a Phoenician is. Right. Foreigner. <laughs> Obviously. Well, I'm just saying, hey, what, that, I, what? I don't get it. Well, look, now you had the 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 uh, I can't even residents. The the Egyptians was the resident. Okay, so you're then saying you they're those, foreigners of you had Egypt those that was traveling through, which is all the foreigners. Okay. Hey, can somebody call Martin? We need him to sort well, no, this no, out. Hey, I'm so No, lost. no, that's why I told you they left me hanging because I didn't know who really, I wanted to know who was actually given the credit for writing the alphabet. I would, I, 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 I guess it was a collaboration is the word I'm looking for. I think it morphed over time. Into, oh, through a collaboration. Yeah. Okay. okay. Into Greek and yeah. then other stuff. Well, no, no, because I'm telling you, hey, they come in way late. Then we got English, you know, baby. Hebrews and all them, they come in way, way, you know, you know. Somebody was way ahead of them. You think? Yeah, that's what the show said. Sir. Yeah. Well. I'll so so I I would have to just say, okay, this was a con collaboration between a bunch of people to finally come up with the one alphabet. Well, are you happy now? But it was the yeah. Phoenicians. That's your well, answer. Hey, if, if you ever... Yeah, the foreigners. Okay. They was a more noble character. What? Well, hey, I don't know. This I'm, is back in ancient times now. I'm telling you. Wouldn't everybody... Are you... The what do you mean by foreigner? I would have said the Boreans. He is not a resident of the country. Of he's what? A, he's a pilgrim, in other words. Alien. Just like the Americans. We're, we're foreigners. Because we was pilgrims at one time. Were you a pilgrim? I, I, yeah. <laughs> I come from pilgrims. 
Do you don't think? Don't you know that we landed at Plymouth Rock? That don't mean you can't. You could have showed up at any moment. I, well, that's what I'm talking about. This is America, son. This is a great I melting know. pot. Here's what got me. How the alphabet started is a guy is holding a little piece of wood, and it's uh, it's got 90-degree 90, 90 angles on it. Hold on. And he starts making little imprints in clay. They had a video of this? Yeah, he was doing it. No, no, I'm serious. He was, <laughs> I, he was a professor, okay? Oh, the professor. Oh. Yeah. I thought he, you were saying they had no, no, look, footage hey, of the first man's alphabet. Is, hey, look, this is back when they're writing in the mud. Papyrus. Yeah. Oh, no, hey, no, this was before privacy. They was doing it in mud first. <laughs> okay, because it's showing him he's got mud tablets. Okay. Hold on, though. Hey, it was interesting. I'm just saying, you got to think about it, hey. The first pen was a piece of wood that had 90-degree angles on it. But who wrote the book of Job? Because huh? isn't that the first book ever written in the Bible? I, 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 all I know is he, he, whoever did it was guided by the Holy Spirit. Well, you, correct. Okay. but That's all I know about who wrote Because he book. had to have an alphabet. Yeah. Well, I, there you go. I always just go back to that. Because wasn't Job actually written? Well, he wasn't in ancient times. He was before ancient times. <laughs> After, huh? I thought that was pretty. Well, hey, you I, you got to die. You got to have. You got to define all this stuff. Okay, because hey, when you when, when I you was go, wrote and he no, talked no, about yeah, things. but when you go to now we talk about them. Yeah, things. when you go back to the word in the beginning, okay, you're going way back before ancient. I know. Okay, well, That's I'm, what I'm saying. saying Moses might have. Wrote the book of Job. All I it's know possible. is all the men, all the men that actually put the pen to the paper, they had to get actually, the alphabet from. Was somebody. actually guided by the Holy Spirit to what was put down. That's true. Okay, but the Phoenicians taught them how to do it. Well, <laughs> at least gave them well, hey, the letters. Hey, well, hey, you may at even, some point. Hey, well, when you get right down to it, now I know who. Now I know who did the alphabet. How? Who? <laughs> the Almighty. There it is. I got him there. <laughs> no, no. No, no, because if I'm looking they for fed him for 20 I, yeah. minutes. Well, no, no, because when you get right down to it, yeah, okay, now we know for sure. Okay. What's the, the most Almighty. amazing thing you're saying in the woods? Do what? What's the most unusual thing you've seen in the woods? Well, that would be a tough one there. Well, well we're gonna, oh, no, no. I'm going to give you a break to think. We're going to take a break. Oh, I'm not going to be able to come up with an answer with that. We're going to do a commercial. Okay, but I'm not going to be able to come up with an answer for that. And then you're going to have an answer. Too much. Ready, set, break. And we're back. Okay. Oh, we're back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Look, I could think about this for years. Years. And I'm, yo, that so is, you could no, think about there's the, so much. What you've seen in the woods. Oh, no, oh yeah. No, no, no. It, it, yo. Yo, like flying squirrels, for example. We talked about them. They yeah. don't fly. They glide. They, they glide. They fall with style. No, no, because you got to understand. Okay, or do they sail? Like my arms, okay, if I was a flying squirrel, part of my belly skin would be. You got that anyway, boy. Would be connected to my arms. And that way, when I do this, I've got a big sheet. Okay, Irish, and I've got, uh, yeah, they glide. Hey, and I run up to the top of the tree, tip top, and bail out. 
and I go, I'm going toward another tree. I'd like to and do guess, that. No, no, and I guess what I do? So the whole time I'm sailing downward, okay? So I can't land in the top of that tree. I'll land on the trunk right at the bottom, and then i got to climb all the way up if I want to go from that tree. And then do it again. And do it again. That's it. Because, um, hey, I got I got a deer stand that I hunt in. So I'm sitting there listening, and, you know, it's real quiet. It's perfect time for the deer to start moving. And I hear, so I'm looking around. Well, if then I felt a breeze on the back of my neck. Well, he's inside my deer stand, flying squirrels. That old canvas one. Yeah, yeah. They had a nest he, he, in he there. He had done come up behind me on that thing and was running around behind me. Yeah. Took me a while to figure out what it was. Scared me when I first seen him. So you're going with flying squirrels. Yeah. Flying squirrels. I got a bunch of flying squirrels inside my deer stand. They was. I, I, I Plus a bunch that. of wasps. Wasps? Yeah. Well, that's only if you use the first Purple, one in there. Purple tails. Purple. Well, no, no, that's why, hey, that's why you go to TP or either Honey Hole and get you one of them uh, we actually bug bombs. We don't have those. Y'all don't have, you don't have bug bombs? No. Oh, you need to get a bug bomb. Should I? Yeah, I'm serious because, hey, I, I need it to kill all my wasps and all that out of my deer stand. Mm, we can get a bug bomb. Because, hey, you go in there and just pop it, throw it in there. You know? Close the door and walk away. Close the door and, you know, come back, you know, two weeks later and hunt. Your wasps are all dead. They gone. Otherwise, you're sitting there and you creep. So you're going with. Just nail me, boys, a purple tail. Mm. You'd like to be able to fly like a squirrel, though? Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'd love to fly like a squirrel. Okay, so with that noted. I would, too. Will you go to Six Flags with me and ride a roller coaster? No. I will. No. Why not? No. That You want to be a flying make, squirrel. They make me throw up. Dude, how are you going to oh. be a flying squirrel? Huh? Well, I mean, hey, look. Hey, the Almighty can take care of that. <laughs> okay. But, hey. So you were. No. My son made me get on one with him, and, hey, I was sick as a dog. Oh, I love him. But, like, Dude. like the one where your feet dangle called, is oh, called yeah. Batman, and you go oh, upside this. down. and Well, no, I ain't upside down. The one that we rode is you're, you're sitting in it, and just all of a sudden it's like the, the ground actually falls out from under your feet, and here you go straight down. Yeah. Let's go. And, hey, and I'm really, I'm telling you. Then the rest of your insides are up in your throat. You yep. can't breathe. It's the best. It'll be like you're a flying squirrel. No, no I ain't like got. a flying squirrel. You can flying do squirrel, you actually glide and can enjoy it. Look around. It's you and people no. enjoy roller coasters. No, you I, would no. have fun. No, not on a roller. Coaster. I actually, last time I rode a roller coaster, we went like in the heart of shutting down everything, but Six Flags was letting like a few people in every day. Uh-huh. But you had to wear a mask all day, so we're like, oh, yeah. ain't going to be nobody there. Okay. And I've reached the age where I cannot ride the same roller coaster for eight straight times without feeling like I'm going to hurt myself. I was like, there's nobody here. I just sat and I was like, hey, I'm not he getting just, off. He said, I ain't getting off. Run, run it back. Run, run it again. But I finally reached the point. I was like, this is, this is foolish. I'm too old for this. <laughs> this hurts now. Oh. No, but I, I want to go on a ro- in a roller coaster. Last one I rode was Space Mountain. Sp- Space Mountain's a good time. And I was scared. the lights off. Yeah. Oh, turning the lights off, boys. That was the Make first roller coaster I ever rode, actually, and I didn't ride another one for like ten years because I was scared. I'm not a thrill seeker. I put Johanna on there, and she hated no, roller scared. coasters, but I, I didn't like- know it was going to do what it did. <laughs> it done some pretty cool stuff. I'm not an adventurous person. You ain't. 
I thought because well, if it was left up to me to settle the world, you want to be an interstellar the world, the world traveler. Would, the world would still be unsettled. <laughs> unsettled? Yeah, it is unsettled. Because I, I'm not a pioneer. You got thought you were. You got those. No, no. Because you got to think about it. You're, you, you've got those people. They've got to climb the mountain to see what's on the other side. I finally figured. To you me, out. climbing the mountain just to see what's on the other side—that's a waste of time. You just go around it. Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna stay at the bottom of it. I think I finally figured Sai out. Yeah, yeah. Because he always talks about how when he gets to heaven, he's gonna be an interstellar traveler. Oh no, no, I almost travel then. He's gonna do because of flying squirrel stuff. Oh no, I'm gonna do it because there's a way I can do it. So you're just like Man, everybody on Earth no, trying to do all this no, stuff, uh, and you're just waiting for heaven. All right, no, no, the what? Here's what it is. There's no work involved. No work involved. Okay. I can just go and uh, there's no sweat. There's no strain on me. He said there's no. Okay. Well, you got to think about that. Everything is going to be good. Yep. Well, it is. There ain't going to be no stress, you know. And like time is of, of no, has no meaning. There ain't going to be no time. Yeah. It has no meaning because it's eternity. Can you imagine that? I don't know. When you think, start thinking about stuff like this, and really just you look at it, you don't say, well, "Hold it, wait a minute," you know, because yeah, Jace, you know, shocked me with what he told the young people what he when he was teaching people? them about God. He said, "Close your eyes, and when I say Jehovah God the Father, what comes into your mind? What picture do you see in your head?" Pretty good. It's a pretty good little phrase right there. Yeah. Because most people, that's the reason God ain't real to them. Because they can't, you know, they don't have no uh, image of him. Mm -mm. Well, they forgot they need to read the Bible. Yeah, you do. Jesus would walk this earth. We saw it. You know, people saw him and yeah. saw him do amazing things. And he is the exact representation of the Father. He is. Okay. That's going to be pretty cool. No, no. Cause that's why when you say, wait a minute, you, when you're actually going to meet him face to face, and I always had to go, you're meeting the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords face to face. The one that is everything, that has done everything, and yet without sin. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be an out of, out of this world experience. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's going to be something that, no, you're not going to ever top this. Yeah, because you're meeting the one that is everything. Yeah, that's why right now I'm trying to write a song and I don't ever think I'll accomplish it. Why not? Because I, I, I'm like a computer right now. I'm on <laughs> overload. Overload. It's just too much. Smoke's coming out of his ear. Yeah, it's just too It's too much. <laughs> and you, he's you just know. waiting to be... No, no, and you what you know, like the alphabet. The alphabet is used to make words. Yeah. We can't come up with the right words for him. I like where you went with that. 
No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I I agree. We cannot come up with, you know, cause I, and I tell people all this time when I preach it to them, you really don't comprehend what is being offered to you, human being. We can't. We really don't. We can't. It, we try to. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we can't forgive ourselves. That's why we can't do right. Okay, because in and of in and of myself, Silas Merritt Robertson has no righteousness, none. Nope. But I have a Savior that is willing to give me some of His righteousness that He's overflowing with. That's some big which, love. Which is that's pretty cool. Big love. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. But for right uh, now. We're just going to go to yep. a break. Well, hey, there you go. We'll be right back. Oh, no, just a tail. Oh, just you a know, tail. You know, one time I had to just tear the tail off of a bait. To make him bite it? We was fishing with minners, too. <laughs> oh, double minner rig. Had minners on there. Me and Jay. And we couldn't get the fish to bite. And we tore a chartreuse piece, I mean a piece, and put it on that hook with them manners. And then they bit it. And they eat it. That's fickle, ain't it? Well, no, no. I was like, like Daddy and Mama was fishing one time, okay? And Daddy's, Daddy's, <laughs> I love this stuff. He kept turning his back to Mama. You know, and, they, and they, what they had was they had a little baby crawfish and they was fishing for chinky pins. Chicken yeah, pins. Okay. Paula yeah, calls okay. them chicken pins. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Daddy was back there and he'd turn his back and he, what he would do was break the tail off. You know, that's what they was catching him on. Yeah. But but he was actually peeling it. So it was just a little white piece of meat and then he'd put it on his hook and throw it out there and as soon as he did, it'd sink, you know, brim hit it. Mama's up there and she still just got the tail covered, you know. Yeah. She ain't catching nothing. She got to watch him and then she found she finally snuck up and was standing over him when he peeled it, you know. And she popped him on the head and told him, James, no wonder you're supposed to tell me, you know. Why are fishermen like that? I don't know. Also, welcome well, back they to like the duck call room. We just, well, no, they we like just to, start. They we like to start strap talking. people. Wait, what? They like to strap people. Well, they'd be like, why are you so concerned with other people also catching fish? Well, because it's so much fun. Because you want to catch more than the other right. person. It's so much fun strapping them. That's why when you're spider rigging, you know, they got them yellow tips on them rods, on them mm-hmm. trolling poles. That's so you can see your partner's pole move and grab and catch a fish off That's of his right. side. Grab his. That's what they're for. That's like that one. We I went, told them we... when we designed them uh, Duck Commander series being in poles, I said, put a two, everybody's got a short section. I said, no, nah, put me a two-foot section on there. Two foot of yellow on the end. That's right. That's right. So you so can see, see it for miles. That's right. Eight miles. That's right. Eight miles, buddy. This is what they're biting right now. That, that's that darbone. That's a darbone. Crappie magnets. Crappie magnets. Black and chartreuse, though. Black and chartreuse. With a little spinner. With a little yep, spinner. A little fan spin on there. You I, would tried, think. I tried that one. When did you go the mermaid, but. Black and chartreuse, that's the color. Back in the day, we used to make our own uh, hackles. And you had to, the size of the spender, uh, a spinner is key. You had to use a number five. If it, 
Anything else? We can hit that little map spinner. A uh, f- uh, f- number five elbow uh, spinner. Hey, you can put all on. I know is a number five. You put it on there, and then you you put uh, feathers, wrap feathers around it. Cause we made them. We made our own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had the little kit that you make them with. But you a number five spinner had to be on there. And hey, the best one is you kill a wood duck during during duck season. Mm-hmm. You can reach up there and you grab the whole top notch off that wood duck. And put it out. Yep. And then tie that on on a hackle bait, hackle hook. Oh, yeah. Tail season fishing start. I got to take me a Ziploc bag with me. Oh, no. Yeah. Get some of the feathers, different colored mm-hmm. feathers. Oh, yeah, baby. The best one I ever Let used. Let me tell you, the funnest, if you're not catching any fish, you got to buy some little uh, trout magnet, little bitty bait yep. with a 64th hook on it. And you can buy them little elbow maps, elbow spinners, and put on there and make it a little like a beetle spin. Yep. But that small black and chartreuse, and you can go up there and just catch all the brim. They won't be big unless you get into the big ones. Yep, yep. But you going to catch fish just about every cast. That's the funnest thing. I like Be- chunking anyway. Hey, whoever come out with that, was that was a good one. And it was yeah, the, accessory. It was, the, it was the chartreuse and black. Little beetle spin. That's and the hey, them thing. All hey, and I'm them black about, dots on them. Oh yeah, yeah. And bass, you catch a lot of big bass on them stupid little old baits. H and H, remember the H and H? Oh no, oh yeah. There's a lot of baits that's gone now. H and H beetle spin. They still there. Thing. Well, what about the the bait, the spinner bait, the regular spinner bait? Two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. What did it used to be? What did it used to be? We tell you, we seen a honey hole hat. When we was up there. In, We're taking over the world, man. Up there at that, uh, what was that, outdoor show, the game fair. Where was it Where at? Where were we at? We flew into Minneapolis. It was Rogers. Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. There was a kid come walking by, and he had a honey hole hat on. We're taking over the world. Right. So. Whenever we, we had a double take. We said, hey, whenever we started hunting Moss Lake and Fish Lake, you seen a honey hole hat? Oh, no, no. Look, we started fishing up there, okay? And and anything that hit the top water, hit the water, you could just slaughter them. So we, we started doing what they call the chugger. You know, and, and like you throw Lucky it. Lucky 13. Oh, no. No, this was just a straight chugger, two-inch chugger. And it needed to be with the, the sun perch color. It was the best color. Sun perch? Yep. He's multicolored, beautiful all, fish. All them boats, I mean, all them baits had a red front to them. Oh, yeah. Yep. With that, them old wooden chuggers. With a dugout front where you yeah. could make it spit water. But you throw that thing, let it sit, let all the ripples go away from it, and then just pop it one time. And, I mean, you look over at 50 yards on a cypress tree, and hit, all you'd see was a big wake coming. <laughs> <laughs> and all it was quite quite entertaining. What's the biggest? Just, and then just, whoa, whoa. What's the biggest fish y'all caught over up there? Oh, eight nine pounders. Oh, we got eight nine pounders oh, yeah. or an eight or a nine pounder. Oh, hey, both, both. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love it. That was back in the day, like when the river would be on on you know flood stage. Yeah. It would be back in there running that backwater. Oh yeah. You get in, and it had to be about, oh, about at least 18 inches to two foot deep. When it got over the road, 18 inches to two foot, 
they'd all just congregate, and you could throw in there that and a a uh, three inch white grub with a spinnerbait on a hackle rig. On a hackle, and just kill them. Hmm. I'm talking. About, I, I'm talking about to the tune of "Hey, load a boat down." Did they have cane poles back in? No. They don't have cane poles now. No, no it was no. We was using rod and reels. You cannot find the, a cane. The most we ever caught was like fifteen hundred. In a day, in a day, and and one going, one fishing. Good. We had about great. we had about how many people? No, no, it's four hundred. No, four, four of us. So y'all okay. caught four hundred. What was y'all just wading the bank? Uh, no, just wade up there and throw on across that rope. Who was the other three? Current, so we can Bill Bowling, me, and uh, whoever Tommy, you know. But look, oh no, hey, I'm telling you, that was back in the day, like. You know, the dam on, on Moss and Fish Lake, all it was was they brought a dozer in there, put a pipe in there, you know, and covered it up. And by the eight-foot dam, well, when the river flooded, you know, it'd, it'd get over them roads. And when you did, you'd go this way up there about waist deep. You know, the trick to it was, was right when it was fixed to come over the road, you could pull up there and then throw on the other side in where the water was against the dam. Yeah. Thousands are there, and I mean, it, you just—you think about running a spinnerbait through a thousand bass. Boom! Every time you throw it in there, you boom, you know, really in. And I mean, you'd really in, and there'd be a hundred behind him. You know, I'm talking about anywhere from two, three, five, seven. Just you, you know, it was—it was insane. Just jumping all over it. All over it. Just fishing stories. Could you find that spot right now? Oh, yeah. Look, <laughs> Phil went in there one time. I wasn't there. I wish I would have been. He's pulling up there right at dark. He's going to stay at, at uh, Eagle Nest, that little cabin up there. You know, and, and it was brim. And all they was doing, the brim were feeding, and it was, so they was just. Oh, yeah. Hitting, okay. But, hey, it was so many. It sounded like thunder in a thunderstorm. Just a, just a roar of. I've never heard that thunder. No, no, I'm, no, no, I'm serious. He said it was literally the water, the water when you looked out through the woods, through the swamp. It was just with so many brim feet. April and May. Yes, yeah. Yeah, just because that was the greatest fish hatchery ever. Up I there. can remember Daddy used to, he liked to fly fish for them brim. Oh, no, no. Them little bitty popping bugs. Too, it's, yeah, but it's, that takes too long. Too long. Too long. It really does, you know, because you got to, you know, well, get it on the doing a fly rod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's too long, and it takes you too long to get them in because you got a hand. Oh, hand. but it's fun. It is fun. Them things fly Hold like on. nobody's Hold business. On. But just think about it, just because it was it was literally millions, millions of brim. I know what you're talking about. April and May, that's when yeah. they do that. Oh we no, it's uh, what? Well, May, Mayfly, okay. Yeah. When the Mayflies come out, or they what do they do? They actually the the uh, they lay their eggs on on the limbs in backwater. Yeah. And then when they actually hatch out. It's literally millions of them just start flying around and look, they mate, 
And then, then after they mate, they die and fall in water. Feed the fish. To That's feed why the they're fish. here. To feed the fish. Yeah, the Almighty feeding his, his creation. I was wondering why they was here. Oh, no. Well, that's they all they're for. They feed all. the fish. Yeah, that's, that's all, all they're reason. for. That's why it's called fly fishing. Yeah, I was at Fort Devens when when May, the day that all the mayflies hatched out, you know, and started their deal. I'm wading in a creek up there. And I, I had a artificial mayfly on my fly rod. And you caught zip to no. Zero? I had, hey, I had an artificial mayfly. That he I had, the, you had the artificial. Deal. I, had, I had, I had the bait. I should have caught the juice. But hey, I did not catch one, and I literally, I'm telling you, I saw millions, millions, brother. Okay. Well, we got to with some big ones. We're gonna take our last break, and we'll get in that hello at duck call room when we yeah, get back. It already went by a mailbag. All right, where are we at? And who are we with? Are you right, ready? Right yeah. here, and I'm with y'all. All right, where's... Well, I know, but who, who are we with there? And where is he at? I don't know. I don't actually know where this one's from, but Josh... Josh. Josh Galt? Josh. I don't know his last name. That's a good name. If that's his last name that I'm reading, I can't pronounce that anyway. Okay. But I don't really do last names. Anyway, Josh emails in. Uh, he works uh, for a lawn care company, and he listens to us. All while riding the lawnmower. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening, Josh. Um, but he's wanting a little bit of guidance regarding uh some stuff. Don't run over that. Well, number one, what's the Don't stuff? run over yeah. that rose bush. That's right. Hey, that's right. Don't go through the flag right. garden. You'll make that woman mad. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. He fell in love with a wonderful woman. Got married about two years ago. She had two children. Son's 12, daughter's 20. He's very close to the his stepson, uh, hangs out with him a lot. The, his stepdaughter's already grown, so she's not in the house. Um, he was raised Christian. He, he, he'd been a believer as long as he can remember. However, uh, his new family didn't really practice a lot of, uh, he puts religion. Um, they share the same moral values and they're both good people, but not his wife is not a Christian. Uh, he's scared. He's trying to figure out what to do. Uh, his stepson likes the Bible. He says prayers at dinner. Um, he, but he just feels like they can't take that next step from good person to Christian. First, first question, what are you scared of? That they're not Christians. Okay. Well, hey. He wants them in heaven. Well, no, 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 no. Hey, that's why you was put in this position, sir. There it is. Yep. No, no, I'm serious. I love that. God moves in mysterious ways. Okay. And and a lot of people don't realize this. God sends people to Pacific people for Pacific reasons. Okay. You, sir, have been chosen, okay, to guide your family to where you want them to be. Okay, and all you've got to do now is, okay, you choose your method. You already said they had good morals. Okay, so all you got to do now is, hey, you uh, could say, pick up your cross and follow me. That's what Jesus tells us. 
or you can do it, you know, whatever way that you feel comfortable doing it. But that's what you've been chosen for. Yeah, and I think he's down with that. I think the tough part and what he's kind of looking for. He's not patient. You just got to – you just have to – Get up and go to church on Sundays, Wednesdays, whenever y'all meet. Just get up. Ask them to go. If they don't want to go, don't push them. Just let them see God through you. There you go. And before long, she'll follow you to heaven. Yeah, and that's it. Is a I've noticed in life, it's way easier to tell what I would. I don't want to say a bad person. You know, someone at the bottom of the rope, someone who's been through a lot, someone who's struggling really bad with something, you can tell them about Jesus and it sounds way better. But the people are like, I'm a good person. I don't do a lot of bad things. They're tough because they, they're they tough to uh, convince or to show like, hey, there's a better, there's an even better way than just being a good well, person. I was, I was yeah. just going to say, when, when people say that, okay, and, and I've said it myself. I think of myself as a good person. But here's the thing. You're not good enough. Okay, you need to remember this. You may be a good person, but when it comes right down to it, you're not good enough because, hey, it only takes one thing, doing one thing wrong, and you're lost. Yep. And we're not we're not good enough, okay. That's why Jesus coming down to this earth and did what he did is so important, okay. He is good enough, okay, and he's willing, like I said a while ago. I in and of myself I have no righteousness, okay. The Savior who is overflowing with it, okay is good enough to cover anything I can ever do. Mm -hmm. He's got enough righteousness to cover all my stupid mistakes. Okay? And he's willing to do it. That's the great part about this. So, hey, don't ever get uh, down on yourself. You know, because, hey, he's the one that can do it. All you got to do is submit yourself to him, mm-hmm. and he'll take care of the rest of it. And I think Godwin absolutely nailed it, too, with patience. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because, Miss Paula, you ain't going to tell her what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you got patience? <laughs> but she, if she sees you living out what you're talking about, she's going to follow you. A woman wants to be led, wants a spiritual leader. She'll follow you. Once she sees you're living what you're talking, and it ain't no joke, she'll follow you to heaven. Well, that's the problem we have. Can you walk the walk and talk the talk? They got to match. Yep. I love okay. it. And if you don't, and here's the other thing, okay? It's so much easier to live a Christian life Okay, if you surround yourself with others of like mind. That's right. Okay, if you're running with the heathens, 
you're you're running with the wrong crowd. You're gonna be known by who you run yeah. with. Yeah. You'll be known by who you associate with, okay? So hey, surround you surround yourself with good people. And like John said, hey, take them to church. Okay, you can't force them. Okay. But you lead by example. That's right. Okay. So, you know, that that's about what we've got, what you know, it's been said. Okay. You were chosen to do this. Okay. And like I said, you use the method you feel comfortable with. Okay. And and hey, God'll do the rest. I love it. All right, I'm going to lead us out of here with a little Bible verse about hope and patience because that just fits right into that. Romans 8, 24 and 25, For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes us intercedes for us translator there it is so you wait god knows the spirit knows you just wait patiently man and you keep living it out and i think you're gonna have great results that's right and we wish you the best and we'll see you in heaven that's it and we'll see you next time right All here right. in the duck call room we go love y'all